Jolie for seconds out with the co-main event of the evening, which is going to be showing after the main event, live on Channel 5 from 10pm, with Isaac Chamberlain to my right and Matt Sen to my left. First of all, I want to ask you how's sort of isolation been, because I know as fighters, you need to stay isolated and in your own head at times, but do you overthink and have you found yourself overthinking? I'll start with you, Matt, because as fighters, like I say, you need to be isolated, but do you often feel like it's been a case of too much time to yourself and nothing to do at times? Do you know what? This has been no different to my, my, my usual life, to be honest. And I live such a busy, high-paced life that this this being able to take a step back has, has been quite, quite comfortable for me. And I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've had, I've had nothing but sleep and relax and take some time out and watch TV. I don't <laughs> usually get to do that, so I've, I've quite enjoyed it. And how about you, Isaac? Um, it's nothing that's been new to me, simply because of... Uh, you know, the times I've spent training in Miami, the times I've spent, you know, working with um, Jorge and all the champions, sparring with all the champions, and I was a lot, I was isolated a lot by myself because I didn't really know anyone out in Miami. So um, that and coming with lockdown and everything as well, you know, it's, it's kind of been a bit normal. I think it's a great um, experience to, how can I say, get in tune with yourself, mm -hmm. you know, to really find yourself and really know um, what you want out of life and that's mm -hmm. what I've just been thinking a lot about that as well and yeah, yeah man it's been alright good 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 now I know you've spoken to Matt the Slugger before and you've been in contact with him before what's that been like and how did you come across each other before this I um, messaged you innit I think so yeah um, I messaged you yeah. about um, sparring opportunities yeah. um, a long time ago you know he's a very good fighter you know I've watched clips on him before and um Look, this is how boxing works. Now we're beating each other in the ring tomorrow. So it's a blessing, you know, to even be here, promote um, fighting tomorrow because of, you know, I've been out of the ring for a long time. So I'm just so, so grateful to even be stepping back into the ring. You know, I have to give all thanks to Mick, man. I love you, man. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've just always, I'm always very, very thankful for the opportunities that's been given to me. And um, I'm never going to let it slide. And I know you're technically still on the comeback trial, but... Given that the ring rust was fully sort of taken away two weeks ago, do you think it caused you a bit of a problem? Do you think it might cause Matt a problem because he's been out of the ring for a year, or, or is it not no, like? I think everything, that? everything depends on your mentality. Mm -hmm. You know, everything depends on how you address the situation. You know, you have to take every fight very, very seriously. You know, um, you have to see. Uh, how can I say? You just have to visualize what's in front of you and how to. Um, deal with the situation. Mm -hmm. And do you think it will be a problem being as that you've been out of the ring for a year and he fought two weeks ago? Do you know what? Every every fight is different. You know, every opportunity is different. I'm just a believer in faith and I'm a believer that you take an opportunity that are given. You know, when God knocks the door, you answer the door. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't believe it's going to be an issue for me at all. Mm -hmm. And on your Instagram the other day, you put I might be the underdog, but the dog's still dangerous. I really like that. What do you think is going to be dangerous about you on Saturday night? What? I guess it's Saturday. Yeah. Do you think it's going to go the full eight rounds or is it going to be closed before the distance? This, this, um, you can only check from the first round. You know, you can only see from the first round. You have to assess the situation in the first round. You have to be very, very calculated, very smart, and, and see what happens there. Mm -hmm. And then I'll find out. Yeah, and, and how do you think fighting two weeks ago, how did that, did you have a switch in mentality, like a couple of days rest, or was it straight back, mm -hmm. straight back in training, no was, time off? It was straight back in training from Monday, you know, obviously there's the buzz, 
of the fight and everybody's stopping you and everything is just like whoa crazy you're back in the limelight again but I just believe um, you know God has a very very big purpose for me in my life and I have to just utilise it as much as I can because from where I've come from you know in Brixton where I've come from you know people don't get opportunities like this Mm -hmm. so the fact that I'm even living um, what I used to dream about you know it's, Mm -hmm. it's a massive massive blessing for me and what motivates you, Matt? Because I know you found out not too long ago, but it's still a massive fight. Would you say it's the biggest fight of your career? And, and what is motivating you on Saturday? Do you know what? Uh, I've said this to you openly before, and I'll say it openly again. I'm an Isaac Chamberlain fan. Mm. Yeah, and I have been um, before this and, and be after this. But when it comes to Saturday, it's beef. Mm. And a fight's a fight to me. Mm. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm in it for my family and to better my career so I can better my family life. Um, solely selfish reasons, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm ready to get it on Saturday. And what do you think you've learned through your career? And I know you've been a bodybuilder. What do you think you've learned through previous journeys that can that can teach you on Saturday night? Because it's going to be a big fight for you. Do you know what this this whole boxing thing was 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 an accident? I explained that to you earlier off offline. Um, as much as I appreciate the opportunities that have been given. I'm super grateful for the opportunities and the people I've got to fought, but I'm learning on the job. And I believe that I'm super grateful for the losses, for the experiences that I've experienced, the wins that I've, I've taken. And I plan to use all of that experience um, to beat Isaac tomorrow mm. and go on to, to hopefully beat more people afterwards. You know, but we have to take each fight as they come. You know, tomorrow's an, another day with another opponent and then we'll get back on track. Um, I've got a, a clear goal of where I want to be and we're just willing to continue that, that journey. What did you think of his last fight a couple of weeks ago? He beat my friend up, so I was kind of like, <laughs> alright then. Um, you know, it's, it is what it is, isn't it? Um, you know, we're, we're set to, to clash as well, Willowy mm-hmm. and I. But, um, you know, it was a good performance. Um, I saw some things, um, as as some of my people may have seen as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, again, I'm not going to say too much, but I'm ready to bring it on Saturday. I know, obviously, I said earlier, you took the fight on late notice. Mm-hmm. Are you that type of person? Are you willing to fight again before the year comes? And- Anybody, anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Anybody, anywhere. I'm not saying I'm the best or the baddest man on the planet, mm-hmm. but as fighters, I don't believe that we should be turning down opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't respect fighters that turn, turn down opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I appreciate certain individuals you have to have a little bit more time I would have loved a little bit more time to fight someone like Isaac Champion but I haven't been given that opportunity but what I do also believe I'm a strong believer in fate and when, when the stars line and things line up correctly it's my time to say yes you know that's where we are and are you going to in your opinion is it going to be a similar performance to two weeks ago or is your skill set improved is it going to be different assets that you're going to bring bring um, to the table or? Hopefully it's going to be a better performance because obviously the ring rust and a lot of things are in your mind because mm-hmm. you ain't boxed over 22 months so obviously a lot of things are in your mind and stuff but hopefully you know and we worked on some things that we were working on in the gym and um, we were like okay trying to edit you know the small little bits so yeah man I just can't wait for tomorrow. And you said a better performance. It was still a very strong performance. What do you think you could have done better then? Because it was a round three knockout, you know. I know, but the thing is with me, I'm just I'm a perfectionist, Mm -hmm. man. I'm just like, oh, I could have done that better. (laughs) Because I know how I am in the gym. Mm -hmm. You know, I know how I work in the gym. I'm very obsessive with Mm -hmm. my work. 
So any small thing, I'm just like, no, this can be better. This can be better. You can ask me. Yeah. I'm always messaging him, sending him stuff about, you know, oh, my training. Oh, what do you think of this? Or how did I do this? You know what? Everything comes in time. You know. Mm-hmm. And would you say the same bit of a perfectionist, like to work on every little thing? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. I'd say so. Um, look, nobody's perfect. You know, um, some of the some of the greatest weren't perfect, but you know, like I say, we're here to make the most of it. And that's all we can do. Save each moment. Brilliant. Really appreciate your time. And that's a great way to end it. Can't wait for the fight tomorrow night after the main event. And the undercard is live on seconds out as well from 7pm. So tune into that. And uh, thank you. Can't wait. Good luck. Anthony Joshua has reiterated his view that he does not see Tyson Fury as a massive threat. That's not to say that he sees Tyson Fury as easy work or anything like that. He's just not intimidated by the guy and he doesn't see him as being head and shoulders above the rest of the heavyweight division the way that a lot of the fans do and the way that Tyson Fury and his team appear to do. So I'm going to quote Anthony Joshua directly here. He's first talking about Uh, what he had to do in the wake of his loss to Andy Ruiz. Then he goes on to talk about Fury. So he said, quote, I changed everything after that first fight. Losing to Andy made me rethink and restructure. I took the positives out of it, but it wasn't easy. My training camp was six weeks of pure hell. I had new team members. I had injuries I was trying to overcome. There were so many different issues, but we got there in the end through will, determination, and intelligence. Being world champion with all those knockouts you do feel kind of unstoppable. But realistically, in boxing terms, I'm way ahead of where I should be. I'm working at such a quick pace. I shouldn't even be in a position where I'm mentioned in Tyson Fury's era. He's five or six years ahead of me in terms of turning professional. In fact, when he was turning pro, I was just putting on my gloves for the first time. Tyson needs educating. All us athletes do. We often didn't go far in school, so a lot of our comments and actions aren't great but let's talk about him as a boxer. I don't find him intimidating and I haven't seen him do anything in the ring where I think this guy is going to be a massive threat. He's talented and he's awkward and that's often enough to get you quite far in life, end quote. So yeah, he talked about what he had to go through in the run-up to the Ruiz rematch and I really think that most boxing fans don't understand how tough that was. See, I saw so many people criticizing AJ for a negative and scared performance against Ruiz. (laughs) Unless you've been in that situation and none of you have, then you don't even have any idea the kind of pressure, the mental pressure that is on a fighter having to come back from a humiliating defeat where he was dropped multiple times, having to deal with all the naysayers and the critics, people writing him off, calling him a hype job, saying that he'll get destroyed in the rematch, the pressure of his promoter, the pressure 
And I'm talking about the expectations of his promoter, the expectations of his fans, the people who want him to fail. And on top of that, getting back in there immediately with a guy who wiped you out. The amount of pressure that he was dealing with was incredible. And yet he was still able to get in there and win. He was still able to get in there and, you know, get through the training camp and deal with all the humiliation, all the demons, all that kind of stuff. You know, he's talked about injuries in camp and what have you. The camp was hell. Fans, you know, most of them have never laced up a pair of gloves in their life. Never stepped in the ring to have a fight, you know, a proper fight. Um, these are the things that they don't really understand, a lot of them. I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them just don't understand how tough it is mentally to actually do what AJ did. So, you know, criticizing the manner of his performance and saying he fought scared. I mean, I'd like to see you in that same position and see whether you fight scared. <laughs> the name of the game is to win. And in that situation right there, he did very, very well to hold it all together mentally and come out with a W. Even if it wasn't his prettiest performance or his most scintillating or devastating, under the circumstances, he did very, very well. Okay. Now moving forward, yes, he's going to have to be more entertaining than that. He's going to have to be more exciting than that. AJ isn't who he is now in terms of, you know, his uh, market value. He isn't in that position through fighting negative, scared fights. That's not why he's there. He's there because for most of his career, he's been exciting. He's been providing knockouts. He's been explosive. And so moving forward, if he wants to maintain that status, he's going to have to get back to being exciting. doesn't mean he has to be reckless, but he's going to have to be more assertive and more destructive than he was in the Andy Ruiz rematch. I think it's only right to look at that Andy Ruiz rematch and say, under the circumstances, I can forgive such a negative performance. But moving forward, that's not going to cut the mustard when it comes to popularity and you know public perception and what have you. Now, as far as what he says about Tyson Fury, he's not intimidated by him, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, he, he also talked about how when you have all these knockouts and you're champion of the world, you do kind of feel feel unstoppable. And that's inevitable, isn't it? When you're a young guy, when you've got all this money, when you've knocked all these people out and you've got millions of people gassing your head up. At some stage, I don't care what kind of people you have around you. It has to get to you. <laughs> you know, It has to make you think that you're better than you are at some stage, even if it's just a little bit. It has to make you a little complacent when you're getting all that adulation, when you're getting all that support, when you're getting people just gassing your head up day in, day out. It's going to, you know, get you to be a bit complacent at some stage. And that's what happened to him. But he seems to have learned from that, at least in the short term. Now, as far as what he said about Fury, as I was going to say, there are going to be people who are upset with AJ saying this. And this baffles me. If you're a Tyson Fury fan, why would you be ridiculing AJ saying this? That he's not intimidated by Fury and he doesn't see him as, you know, this monolithic heavyweight who's head and shoulders above everybody. Why would you be mad? AJ is a competitor. He's a fighter. 
why on earth would, what would you expect him to say? Oh yeah, Tyson Fury is the best and he's head and shoulders above me. And you know what? I'm really scared of him. Would you respect Anthony Joshua if he said that? That's a ridiculous thing to expect somebody to say. Okay. All these guys are going to believe that they're the best. You know, all the guys who are vying for the top position, they're all going to believe they're the best. Doesn't mean that they are, but as fighters, as world champions, they're not in the position they're in right now through not believing in themselves. So they're going to trust their own ego, their own ability, and believe that they can beat everybody. So if you're a Fury fan, you should expect that from Anthony Joshua. You shouldn't criticize him being like that. Yeah? You should say, okay, fair enough. That's what he feels. But you believe your man is better. And let's get him in the ring. And one way or another, we can find out. Rather than having a go when somebody believes themselves to be the best. <laughs> it's just, it don't make no sense to me. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully... The undisputed fight can take place ideally this year. If not, then maybe next year at some stage. Um, we don't know what's going on with Deontay Wilder, uh, whether he's actually going to take that rubber match with Fury. Uh, let me know what you guys think about what AJ said with regards to Fury, overcoming the Ruiz loss, and whether this undisputed fight can actually happen. Let me know, people. It's happening. I'm out. Jolie here for seconds out with Shakan Pitters. Shakan, I know you're making your Channel 5 debut tonight. You're looking sharp, boss. Come on, man. You know how it is, man. Can't style a dresser, you know. <laughs> but it used, usually you used to see me in my boxing gear and things, so it's good to be, you know, in a nice suit today, all relaxed and watching the action. And how have you been over the last week, obviously winning the British light heavyweight title two weeks ago? What have you been doing since then? Oh, it's been very busy. I mean, um, I've had obviously a lot of media attention, so I've just been busy doing a lot of media things, um, you know, visits and little campaigns, um, positive campaigns and things like that. And um, I've got even school visits lined up, so I'm busy with a lot of media, sponsorship, so on. Just, uh, so it's been, yeah, very busy. Um, are you getting used to, I guess you could say, the fame these days? Yeah, for me, you know what? The, uh, them things would never like determine me as a person you know I embrace everything about it I keep my feet on the ground I'm always going to be me and um, yeah but I, like I said all attention I embrace it and I'm grateful for it you know I'm doing something right to obviously get the positive attention because nothing's been negative so far or anything so I'm uh, grateful for it for sure yeah and obviously like I said you're here for Channel 5 tonight what are your thoughts on the card as a whole? Yeah, it's a brilliant card again, you know, another brilliant venue, um, you know, kind of half jealous I ain't even fighting on this venue again right now, but hopefully I'll see myself, but um, the card's good, you know, great fights, so I'm looking forward to obviously, you know, Steve McKenna, um, he's a great talent, him and his brother as well, um, Chamberlain, Matt Sen, um, be good, obviously the main event, Alex, you know, is, um, you know, great fighter, so I'm looking forward, very slick southpaw, so I'm looking forward to the whole event, even down from the undercard, you know, a lot of good fights on there, Idris and so on, so yeah, it's going to be great. And how is it like coming here, obviously being a lot more relaxed, chilled out? Because obviously two weeks ago you were in the zone the whole time. How is it walking around the wing, ring knowing that you've got no pressure on your hands tonight? You know what, when I go into my fight, I, I, this is exactly how I feel anyway. I wouldn't have the same pressure, you know. I, I'm, I enjoy, I embrace the moment. Um, but it's weird, obviously, coming to a venue not for myself, not, you know, 
gearing up to fight or anything because I you know that's what I live for I love that but um, at the same time it's not my time today I'm gonna sit back enjoy the action and um, yeah enjoy my new role in my suit and I know you spoke about it a lot obviously the Craig Richards fight is he's the mandatory at the moment John Pegg said to me yesterday he hasn't John uh, Craig hasn't re replied to like the offer that's been given is that still the case yeah, I believe so. Again, like, you know, I leave that kind of thing to John Pegg. He's very good at his job. He's a very good manager. Um, but for all, for what I believe, you know, we put out the um, the contract to themselves and, and the deal not like nine or ten days ago and we yet to hear anything back. All I'm going to do as myself as a fighter is, you know, remain ready and be back in the gym where I like to be. So uh, hopefully we get something soon and we hear of something. And obviously some of the top UK guys in the division, like heavyweight division, Puatsi and Yard look to be facing off. Well, not look to be, but it's potentially going to happen down the line. What would you be your thoughts on that and who do you think come away with the victory? Um, it'd be a good fighter. You know, obviously I've shared many rounds with Puatsi. I know he's um, you know, a very talented fighter. Um, Anthony Yard's a very talented fighter as well. You know, I know he's gearing up to fight Spellman. So I believe like, you know, it's all it all depends on, you know, the kind of brats who turns up, the kind of yard that turns up. Um, but yard, both of them are great talents. I can't, you know, really comment on and say who's going to be a winner and so on. But they're both, gonna, both people are just going to have to fight to their strengths and do the job in the ring. But um, yeah, I'll look forward to that fight. I'll definitely be watching. Yeah, and obviously you'll probably be watching next week as well, Dex Bellman versus Anthony Yard. You've obviously fought Dex Bellman. What are your thoughts on that fight? Um, it, you know, it's a good fight. It's, a, it, it's Dex turns up with wanting to put the pressure on Yard because not a lot of people have obviously seen him on the mad pressure like the pressure what Dex Spellman brings then you know it'd be interesting um, obviously Yard can bang so head um, so Dex is going to have to remain you know vigilant and trying to move off there but you know Yard's a big puncher at the weight um, so I, I don't know you know it, it, it's one of those fights but Yard's very talented uh, Dex's talented when he wants to come, when he wants to show up but I, again I'll be watching that fight and I wish both of them the best in that so are you a fan of boxing as well, not just someone who fights? Are you always watching the fights? Yeah, fights? 100%, man. I'm a fan of boxing. I was a fan of boxing before I started boxing. So, um, yeah, I'm a fan of boxing. I remain a fan of boxing. Um, and then when it comes to my time to face anyone, then obviously I'm not a fan of them. I'm going to do my job, you know. But I am a fan of boxing. And like I said, I love the sport. I live for the sport. And it's what's paving my way right now. It's paving my way. Are you a fan of Craig Richards? Nah, I ain't a fan of him, man. Uh, you know, it's nothing personal. It's business. At the end of the day, it's my mandatory. Um, so I want to get my mandatory challenge out of the way. I don't want to be waiting another year or however long we was waiting last year. Because if it was down to us, like December, it would have been um, dusted and polished. You know, we would have had that fight ages ago. But I just don't want to be waiting, you know. And fair play to Chad stepping in um, for March. And, um, you know, and then obviously we fought here uh, in August. So, you know, he had his opportunity. So fair play to him stepping in. But I just want to get my mandatory done and dusted, you know. And, and it's what the fans want as well. The fans are, are, you know, the fans are talking about it. I'd like to give the fans what they want. So I just don't understand him as a fighter. You can just give a simple yes or no. I don't have to wait on any manager to tell me yes or no on a fight. You know, at the end of the day, I'll just say, yeah, you know, I want that fight. Especially now I've got the British. You'd think he'd, that would be the first thing on his mind. He'd want to say, yes, you know, we definitely want that fight right now. Like, he'd be vocal about it. No one's saying you got to slag anyone off the internet. But if people are approaching you about the fight, then stop being like, oh, I'm going to wait for my managers. Isn't that the direction all British boxers want to go to? So... It's a bit surprising, you know, they're like that though, you don't hear nothing from them until last minute, so we're just going to carry on doing what we're doing anyway. We're in a prominent position and, you know, we're good, we're good over my team. Brilliant. Well, uh, thanks for your time, enjoy your time on Channel 5 tonight and I'll hopefully catch you soon, mate. Yeah, no Cheers, thank man. you, man.
Jolie here for seconds out with your winner and still Samir Ziani. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congrats yeah, thank you. Excuse me. Thank you. How do you feel? How, how do you feel? Excited? Happy? Yes, yes. I have a happy boxing um, in uh, England. Uh, uh, box uh, country. Like, uh, it's uh, very good for me. I'm very, very, very happy. Um, I like uh, English mentality. Yes, I like very, very good. Was it a hard fight? Was it a tough, hard fight? Yes. Uh, Dilmagani is a good boxer. Uh, it's a big problem for me. Um, uh, position Dilmagani, yes, position, yes. Yes, it's a big problem. And um, after uh, I um, reflection, um, to a solution, cow. Yes. Excuse me, my English. Uh, excuse me, my sorry, my English. It's no, no. Was the cut? Was this a problem for you? Was this a bad? Yes, it's a big problem. No. What, what round? Uh, sixty. Six, 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 six round. Yes, uh, five, six. I've got to say, watching it ringside, you did well to recover from round six onwards. You got even sharper and you looked even slicker from round six. Um, from round six, it, it was better, yeah. Um, so how, how long do you plan on defending the belt? Do you keep this or world title? Yes, keep? No, it's no, a uh, world. As world, yes. Uh, Three-time uh, Europa champion. It's good. good. As a, was, um, the world. It's the world, yes, yes. USA, England. Um, uh, I, uh, I, I like. I want boxing England. I want boxing England. Come in England. Yes. Who do you think is the best fighter in your division? I know the, the number one. Number one. In, uh, in, uh, in the super featherweight. Yeah, uh, number one. You? Me? Is it? Number one. Uh, uh, number one. Is, uh, yes. Europe. World, no. Uh, I, um, well, who's, who's yes. number one in the world? Number one, it's a uh, uh, yeah. I, I Number one, a champion. Yeah. Uh, I best Abu. Yes, <laughs> me. Uh, in the world, uh, it's big work. Big work, big work, big work. Uh, uh, no problem, yes. Yes. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to fight again soon, before, before 2021? Do you want to fight soon or late? Sooner or late? Light. Uh, yes. Do you want some rest? Time off. Do you want some time off? Holiday. Holiday. holiday yes. Yes. Where are you going to plan on doing anything? You're going to rest for a few weeks. What do you plan on? Yes, plan. Uh, sleep. Plan. <laughs> yes. I sleep. Uh, yeah. No. No problem. Yes. During it, no problem. Uh, I sleep. Uh, I'm white. My what? It's no problem. Uh, Fifty-nine. Uh, me uh, sleep. Sleep, um, break, yes, uh, and uh, me, um, me and my coach, a discussion, uh, and my team, uh, yes, before uh, it's a training um, for uh, for the title world. Well, congratulations, and hopefully see you again soon, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I, I'm not no, you'll be you, good. Uh, thank, you, good, good, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Au revoir. <laughs> merci, merci. <laughs> yes. Thank you, bro. Thank you.
I'm here with your winner, Isaac Chamberlain. Isaac, I mean, we've got time to talk us through the whole fight because it wasn't long. It was a fantastic uppercut. Um, he came out strong. What are your thoughts on it? I, uh, basically, um, I'm still trying to figure it out myself because I was just it was so quick. Like. So obviously, I was. I came. He came out strong. I knew he was gonna come mm. out a bit strong with the jab. Then I started to feel his his physicality on me to see if I could handle it. Mm -hmm. Nothing, that's why I was just, I saw everything coming. Yeah. So I was just coming out, coming Moves out, out the moving. Right moving. Well, yeah. Saw everything coming, you know. But And then I uh, waited for him to come to the body, check hook, wobbled him a bit. I wanted to set it up. That's why, as soon as I saw him hurt, I just took a deep breath. You hesitated a bit and then you went for it again. And then yeah, that's I when took a deep breath to, to say, okay, calm down, process mm -hmm. this properly, mm -hmm. set him up with the uppercuts, uppercuts. Then I thought, oh shit, like Javante Davis. <laughs> Then I chatted you, yeah. Is, is that what you expected from the fight? No, no. I just expected, in in terms of what to expect, mm -hmm. you have to just assess the first thirty seconds of every fight, yeah. you know, before you can really start to make your adjustment. <coughs> That's what I was basically doing. So I saw he was coming very strong, and then already I started to when he was in the clinches, he started to feel um, he was breathing heavily already. Mm -hmm. That's what, that, that's another thing that um, took my mind. So I thought, okay. Wait for him to go to the body because I'm slipping the headshots. I'm gonna wait for him to go to the body, catch, shoot. Then obviously he just was hurt straight away from that punch. But I wanted to set up a highlight real knockout, but the ref jumped in. So was you know? it a case of um, did you expect it? Obviously you expected it semi, I guess, to go that way. But have you learned a lot, even though it was in a very short period of time? Um, yeah, I just learned. To, uh, do you know what it was? The 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 real learning thing for me was the patience. Especially in getting ready and fighting at 11 and fighting live on Channel 5, mm -hmm. you know. Um, that was one thing that I was just getting ready for, mm -hmm. you know. And just, just um, I've been meditating a lot just to focus on deep breathing and just relaxing and complete, being a com more complete professional fighter instead of rushing and going crazy. So I'm, I'm still a work in progress. I'm still learning. You know, it's great to have the job done. And uh, God bless. Thank you to <laughs> everyone, man. My, my guys, Bobby and Russell. Mm -hmm. uh, Stephen, Rory, Ade, the whole team, everybody. Uh, I love you all, man. And what was Good it like? <laughs> what was it like being co-main event, but after the main event? Was that different, or did it not really phase you? I know it was later, um, but in terms of being after the main event, was that not, strange? Not, not really. You know, not really. It's just, uh, I don't know, bro. Just, <laughs> whatever, man. You just deal with it. At the end yeah. of the day, we fighters. Good fighters adapt, and uh, I'm trying to be the best fighter I can be. But the best athlete I can be, the best human I can be. Man, it's it's really unfortunate. Obviously, Michael Hennessy Jr. took his first professional loss tonight. What what are your thoughts on that? Did you get you know, time to watch the fight? Yeah, I watched it. Um, I think he was he won that fight by two rounds, mm -hmm. definitely. And um, this is where you really see the real Michael Hennessy Jr. as a real as a as a character, mm -hmm. because everybody in life takes losses. You know, every like, but us athletes, we take losses in front of the whole world. But everybody takes losses behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. So it's what you can do in the dark and take yourself out of that hole to push yourself into the light. Yeah. Like when I lost to a Coley, you know, a lot of things happened, and I had to really look myself in the eye and say, how bad do I want this? Mm -hmm. How bad am I willing to change up everything to to be a world champion? And I went far and wide. Went to Miami. Done. I was trying to find myself, and I believe I've done that. So I'm I'm now growing into you know, a better athlete, a world-class athlete, because I'm copying from the guys before me. Certainly, and obviously with Michael, he's only 20 as well, so there's yeah, a lot of learning young. ahead for him. And you know, he's very young, and he has a lot of learning, you know, and as long as he soaks up everything like a sponge, he can be the best fighter. Mm -hmm. So obviously you've had two fights in two weeks now, two wins via KO. 
Do you want to be in that on that card in November the 14th? I am. You, you are you on it now. Be. I am. It's official. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely there. You know, um, on in November, on in December as well, and then um, when the crowds are back, I'm going to be selling out shows again. <laughs> Anyone particular on the on the radar for November the 14th? Um, nobody's on the radar. Um, it all depends on Mick, um, Matt Hamilton as well. It, it depends on everybody, um, the whole team. You know, and um, we're just bad in our time. You know, I'm still a learn a work in progress, so I'm trying to be better than ever man so mm -hmm. I have to take my time you know after that was a very good learning fact even though it lasted very it was very short but mm -hmm. I'm still trying to you know still trying to <laughs>
I always have a deal with him. How did you get in with him? It was a guy named, you know Devin Haney? Of course I know Devin Haney. He's dad, Bill Haney. Yeah. We became close when he was in Vegas. We were staying in his mansion. We came very good friends. He was like, what was he just said? Big fans. Fitty's on the level, isn't he? He's on the level. He is. So then he goes, oh, he's going to be in town. Who was that? Whatever. And then we was in first gym training, and he goes, this here, and we've got to leave. And we've got to pack up our stuff, and then Kitty was there, he's new gym, the big at the time, waiting for us, and he spent about three hours of us just talking to us. Wanted to know about our life, and what he was doing. And that's the time we were smoking in the gym. It was beautiful, so he gave us um, information you can't even pay for. You got sweat on talking about it. You just it's making you warm. Hundred percent. Because again, that's when I met Trey. When I met Fifty, I said to him, "I used to say Fifty, like Fifty." I said, "Fifty." I'm because I do, I do Fifty, and I'm, I'm probably too old to say Fifty. Yeah, Fifty. Um, I'm one of them kind of people. Um, I always play homies. And the information he gave me, and the things I learned from Trey, from even watching him, just hearing him say certain things. Again, I always play homies. I'm glad just the information. Talk to me about Dex Bowman next week then. Obviously he's had tragedy in his life as well in the boxing ring, remember? <laughs> yeah. Because he's fought a guy who passed away off. You've got to take him seriously, haven't you? Oh most definitely. I have not taken nobody like not one person got to that. Um, what I know is that he's going to be coming. He's solid, man. Yeah. He's yeah. yeah. No what happened, he kept coming. And, um, after the fact, that was a good boy. And I thought that I didn't know if I could be quite mad. Because when someone's in the field, not moving, they're just taking shots. I feel like, um, obviously, you need to be cautious. But at the same time, I said, people just want to see some sort of entertainment. And um, that's what I'm looking to do. I've got to ask you about, you know, Frank Warren made this brilliant PR move the other day, me and Eddie Hearn are going to meet. We've all want to see you and Joshua Gwaitke at some point. I mean, maybe it's too early. Um, it's kind of a bigger fight than the... Than the well, the Joyce Dubois fight is, for me, moves one of the winner into the top ten, no question about it. It's an amazing fight for Joe Joyce to be winning. It's a big learning fight for Daniel Dubois, but you and Joshua Gwaitke... I feel like I don't want to see it in a couple of months' time. I want to see it when you both got world titles. Yes, almost. How are you feeling about it? One hundred percent. Exactly. What you just said. So it's big. It's a, it's a big fight. It's yeah. a big fight. And, um, it's already a big fight, but it'd be a big, big fight. It's, it's, you both have big titles. It becomes a massive fight. You both you know, stay patient, keep doing nothing, and stay focused. Yeah. Have you met him? I've met him a couple of times. Are you friends, or are you, are you do you kind of do the lions pass each other and growl a little bit? Do you? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a, um, it's a friendship, but we know each other. Um, but there's respect there, yeah. There's respect. Uh, he's a nice guy. He respects what I do, yeah. I respect what he does. Yeah. And um, when we meet, it's going to be an entertaining, entertaining fight because he's got a certain character in the middle, I've got a certain character in the middle. I think it takes us back, I think it's a kind of fight that takes us back to like Ben and Eubank and that kind of thing. Yeah, I can't see you guys only fighting once. Yeah, yeah, it will be, do you know what I mean? Saying, it will be a um, historic fight. And um, no matter what happens in the fight, again, if it's a good enough build up and it's a good enough fight for the fans, people are going to want to see it. Again. That's a, again, things like this are things that are doing world title fights. 
do fights in terms of British domestic I've got a lot of questions if you're not fighting domestic fights. But again, I have my, my own little strategies and I, I'm a believer in opportunity. No, the planning is so important. The scheduling 100%. of your career is, it doesn't matter what other people say, it's where you want to go. 100%. And that's where you've got me and Tunde. Um, bringing Frank Warren, we're all in alignment, we're all in total agreement that we have a, a goal and that's it again, to become world champion at the time. And then stay there. there. And stay there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We just become world champion and we become world champion and stay there, uh, take over the division and then see what happens from there. It's always great to see you, my brother. And you too, yeah, man. Yeah, Over yeah, pumps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lions in the camp. Yeah. <laughs>